for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Tom. Good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I don't want to butcher your name, so I'm going to let you uh, introduce introduce yourself for everyone. Cool. Yeah, my name is Siobhan. Okay. So it's a, yeah, it kind of sounds like Sean with a V in it. That, that's what I thought it was, but I didn't want to didn't want to assume anything. So, um, cool. Well, glad to have you here, Siobhan. Um, how's uh, what's kind of your background story? What got you into music? Just to kind of jump right into it. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm in LA. Um, I've been in LA for about 10 years now. I'm actually, I grew up in Northern California in uh, Davis, close to Sacramento. It's a small little town. It sounds like you might even be familiar, which is cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I grew up in a, in a family that was kind of more pushing me towards the, uh, academics and stuff like that. And, and, uh, I was decent at it. So I kind of, that was the, the route that I was going on. And, um, I, but I always loved music and I think this is a pretty familiar tune for a lot of people. So it's not, not by any means unique. Um, but, uh, you know, when I was 16, I, I formed a band with my friends and I fell in love with the red hot chili peppers. Um, and I was kind of, I think it's also pretty common for, for teenagers to, um, to really identify with some music and stuff. And for me growing up, I had, I'd been really into music and, and I loved music and it would play in my head and stuff a lot, but I wasn't really paying attention to, to it too much. It was just like around, you know, and, and I was in piano lessons because my parents put me there, but I was playing classical music and stuff like that. It wasn't really like super fun. Um, but right around when I was a teenager, I kind of got, uh, I started hearing, I, I actually borrowed the Red Hot Chili Peppers greatest hits, uh, CD from my mm -hmm. next door neighbors. And, um, and I was listening to those songs and there were bits and portions of them that were really catchy and that I remembered from listening to listening to them on the radio, like a few years earlier. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it was kind of the first time that I was actually really diving into them and I was just blown away. And I remember, I remember feeling like, okay, I know what I want to do with my life. I want to make albums because there's just so much in there. It's just like this, like infinite playground and um you know it's just and and i got so much emotionally out of the, those that music so i knew i wanted to do it and of course i was like young and you know we formed our band and we were terrible and we thought we were pretty cool and we were having a lot of fun so uh that was kind of what got me in i think that's kind of a common thread there is you start a band young you think you're good and then it's like eh, no we're not we're not that good. yes yeah exactly so um so you're in California now you're in Southern California right now right yeah so so actually I um you know I wanted to do music and my parents kind of just said no a lot so I kept doing it in the background so I, I went to school in Berkeley and then I and then I wanted to do music after I graduated and my dad kind of said no again and I listened silly, silly me and uh, so I went to graduate school in LA and uh and finish that up and and so now i'm working still in la um i'm a scientist i work at ucla but um music is my my real love so nice nice and uh where, where are you kind of at creatively right now are you writing recording releasing where are you kind of at oh it's a nice question actually and kind of a weird answer um 
I, uh, I, uh, actually to be totally brutally honest, went through a, a bad breakup about eight to eight months ago. And, uh, when I first, when I first got into this new space that I'm in is my apartment first got into my new apartment, I was creating a lot, writing and recording and releasing and, uh, kind of hit a little bit of a road bump. So I'm not really releasing right now, but I'm doing a lot of writing and kind of getting back into recording. So I got a lot of songs, um, but uh, I'm going to have to make a, a new plan for when to release them. So hopefully 2022. Nice. Awesome. That's, that's, uh, you know, it's every artist needs that time to just kind of sit back and rec not record, but write and just kind of word, like, however you do it, what, it, what is your process for writing? Are you, like just word vomit? Do you like to have instrumentation or what is kind of your process when you sit down to write? So that's a, such a cool question. I actually wish I could listen to more people answer it more than myself, but I, um, I, uh, I, it's always felt to me like the best songs, they start with a seed that kind of wrote itself. Like mm -hmm. it kind of came as one seed and for me, like that usually is a melody and the, 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 the instrumentation is kind of implied underneath it. So there'll maybe be a top, like a line, something like, I loved you forever or something. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of think already what goes under that, you already kind of know what chords should be under there. And, um, and that's nothing. That's like a sentence. So it's yeah. like, where do you go from there? And so taking a song for me, taking a song from that seed to a fully fleshed out song and then like revising it and, and trying to make it, you know, the best it can be that that's really an uphill climb. It's that, that seed is like a big spark and you get this big jump from zero to like almost 30 or 40%. Mm -hmm. And then going from 40 to a hundred is, is a long, yeah. a long process for me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, uh, record recording, uh, do you work with somebody locally or do you record your own stuff or. I record it all myself now. I mean, obviously in LA, there's just so much, so many amazing people here, but, um, but, uh, you know, on a more, more or less non-existent budget, um, it's, it's great to do your own stuff. And I guess you got to spend a lot on getting the equipment. So, but I loved it. So I, I, I got, you know, accumulated equipment over a decade and, and I feel pretty good about that. I, I need some more education in terms of, in terms of making the quality better in the box and, and the mixing and mastering. But, um, but I love that too. And I hope that I'll continue to learn there. Awesome. Awesome. And then as far as um, the pandemic goes, how, how did that kind of affect you musically and creatively? Like with that, like, it's so weird that we're still talking about the pandemic, but it's a very real thing. Um, how, how did that kind of affect you, you musically, creatively? Yeah, um, boy, I feel like I need to go to therapy for like a year just to explore that because I think the pandemic affected me so much more deeply than I wanted to admit. I think I was in a lot of denial and, you know, it, it, it definitely contributed to a, a difficult time, which led to this breakup and all this stuff. It's, you know, while I was, while it was in the pandemic, I guess I had a bit more time at home. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that was kind of maybe, maybe helped me kind of spend more time mixing. Mm -hmm. And so I think I maybe got better than I realized, you know, or improved, did a little bit of improvement there. Um, and, uh, so there's that aspect, but I think it's also just, it been emotionally. So something, you know, so difficult is the quick way, but you know, yeah. just, just destructive is the wrong word, but it's just, it's got these deep implications emotionally. And, 
you know, one thing I really want to mention is that I really, I, I, you know, even from the beginning of the pandemic, I thought I wanted to be hopeful and I wanted my music to be hopeful and positive and, you know, there's an end and, and we're all here together and all that kind of crap. And, and um, that really, you know, and I really kind of, kind of held on to that, but, but went through such a hard time personally that I'm having right now to face the reality of my own humanity and that I'm really struggling and struggling to have that hope and struggling to, to be the, the, the idealized person that I kind of made myself out to be. I'm really not, I'm just an, I'm another human being. So I'd love to contribute that, but, um, I want to be honest. And, um, I think I'm, I, that's where I'm kind of trying to put in a little work now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, and then just to kind of work it back to the main reason why we're here, which is, uh, to raise funds and awareness for pancreatic cancer research. And I, I did just kind of want to give it, give you an opportunity to share any stories you might have of friends, relatives, close family members that have suffered from cancer or specifically pancreatic cancer. Have you had any uh, experiences like that? Yeah, I mean, you know, as as we, so I'm, I'm a scientist actually working like molecular neuroscience so it's not really most of my research doesn't directly talk you know have to do much with cancer actually brain cancers are definitely not the most common or you know there's more research in other areas although brain cancers too but um you know we had to get a lot of training in 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 molecular science that does that does talk you know that that Mm -hmm. very much overlaps with medicine and so i know a little bit about cancer for sure and but a couple of things I would mention as I do, I mean, I think as we basically get older, as we're, as, as, you know, our lives and medicine extend our lives, cancer is, 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 um, is an inevitable part of life kind of, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, depending on, it doesn't, obviously it doesn't manifest itself in the same way in everyone in any, in any way. My, my grandmother had colon cancer and eventually died of it at 83. Um, you know, the, um, you know, my dad, men get prostate cancer. It was like, it's like a ton of men get prostate yeah. cancer, right? It just usually isn't the reason that you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just, you know, and pancreatic cancer is one of the most uh, serious ones and status ones. Yeah. So I don't have any personal experience with that, but um, I do want to say that the research going on now with cancer therapies is just mind blowing. It's just, yeah. it's so inspirational. It's incredible, especially this, um, this engineered uh, T cell stuff that they're take they take your own immune cells and mm-hmm. then they basically reprogram them to be even better at fighting yeah. the cancer in your body and that's you know a new thing that's come out in the last ten years and it has a lot of room to grow and I have a lot of hope that that's you know yep we're beating some cancers and I think yep. pancreatic is one of the harder ones but yeah. it's, it's mind blowing. Well, the the, the hard issue with uh, pancreatic cancer is most of the times it's not caught until it's way late into stage four because of just where everything is located. And like, like I know from my mom, when she was diagnosed, um, she was like late, super late stage four. She was diagnosed the end of March and then she ended up passing away the like for like just after 4th of July. So the beginning of the July there, and so that's like super quick. Um, and it, it's just scary to think how much or how quickly she went, you know? 
absolutely. Um, it's very scary. And into, and I'll, you know, when you lose like loved ones like that, and then you think about your own life. And I mean, I've made some bad decisions as a smoker for a long time, kind of still struggling with that. So yeah, I, uh, it's, it's a hard thing to grapple with. It is. Just, it really is. So, but I, I did want to just kind of take that couple minutes to talk about uh, the main reason why we're here and stuff, just to kind of remind people to get out, get like, not get tested, but just make sure you're going to the doctor and getting examined. And hopefully we can start catching some of this stuff early by going to the doctor more regularly. So, yeah. If you were interested, if anybody's interested in donating, the links are in the uh, description below. So, uh, yeah, please, everyone. Yeah. Would really appreciate it. I'm sure. You know, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on, like uh, Siobhan had mentioned. So, um, yeah, let, let's jump into something a little bit crazy. Uh, one of the things that we've been doing for, throughout this entire thing is uh, giving every uh, person that's come on a swing at our random question generator. All right. And so if you are ready, I have your question for you. I'm ready. If you walk into a bookstore, which section are you automatically drawn to? Mm, that's a great question. You know, I think honestly, um, I, I would say maybe like classics or philosophy, um, but I don't actually back that up. You know, that's what, what I'm attracted to because I think I romanticize it as like a good thing, a cool thing to, but I, then I don't, it's dense and difficult to read. So I think I really love fantasy novels and things. What about yourself, Tom? Uh, I'm really into like the history stuff, like just reading, learning and reading his, historical stuff. So I'd probably find my way over to the history section and read, you know, I, I've for the last year and a half, especially during the pandemic, I've watched a lot of uh, documentaries about the mob, the American mob, and just that whole craziness. Um, so if I walked into a bookstore and I saw a good book about that, I'd probably pick that up and migrate to that section. Cool. So yeah, that, that, that's a little insight there. That or I try and teach myself how to play an instrument, find a trumpet playing for dummies or something. Nice, what, what, what instruments do you play? Oh, I, I don't. Um, I've tried playing uh, the trumpet when I was younger in grade school and whatnot, but I just didn't have the discipline. So it's hard. Uh, yeah. And I, I keep telling myself, oh, I'm at that point now where I, I'll discipline. I'm disciplined now. No, I'm not. It ain't happening. I, I totally so, feel, feel you. But um, so, yeah, what, what's kind of, I know, I know you're writing and not really releasing. But uh, what, what's the rest of the uh, year looking like for you? Yeah, thank, um, you know, I'm, I'm mostly it's work right now, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I've been trying to juggle too much for too long. So I'm, I'm hoping that there's some light at the end of this tunnel, and I don't know where my life's going, but I, ho I hope I get some help getting there because I, I don't feel like I can really do it right now. Um, so I'm a little consumed with work and just getting through the holidays, and but. Um, I've got a lot of songs. I'm writing mostly on the guitar and 
I really hope I get to a place where it feels really good to share them with the world and that it feels like a lot of love is there. And I don't know how I'm going to get there. I'm actually, I'm pretty, pretty, uh, struggling right now with that. And I really, really hope I can get there because this is something that I really adored about my life and always wanted to share. So I hope I get, get myself back into a good place with that, but I got a lot of music and, and I'm trying to record it and it's going okay. I got a new recording. I really like, I kind of fell apart for a while and stopped recording and that's kind of my life force. So I'm, I need to do that. I think. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, j- just know that if you ever need anything, we got you. We're here for you. So thanks. We're here um, yeah. For the support. Um, but it, that being said, uh, if anybody wants to check out anything you got going on, where's the best place for them to follow you and all that fun stuff. Oh yeah. Thanks. So I'm, uh, probably just go to my website and you find all the links there. Um, my website is, uh, www.shivan-music.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also check out my, uh, if you do lnk.bio slash Siobhan underscore music, you can find a bunch of links kind of similar. Yeah. Find all the links. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on here and chatting with us for a little bit and, Hopefully down the line we'll get we'll get you on and uh, talk about the uh, music that you've been writing and uh, going a little bit more depth about all that fun stuff. So I, I definitely look forward to that down the road. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for your time and and uh, thank you everyone who's listening and and please do donate. Uh, cancer research is some of the most important stuff in the world to me. So. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, the, if you are interested in donating, uh, the links are in the description below. Once again, Siobhan, thank you so much for jumping on. And we will be back here in a little bit with Sarah Somebody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. And we will be back here in a little bit, y'all.